someone uh, someone said that if I was preaching, they was going to cancel their one o'clock appointment. I don't know why they said that. They're so mean. <laughs> but anyways. It won't be long. But I won't promise that. Okay. Actually, the Bible says uh, we should not promise at all. Say the yes or no. Yes or no. All right. So uh, today is going to be an interesting message. Um, if you guys get offended, all I can say is get over it. Because there's a better thing when you get over stuff. There's always a better blessing waiting for you on the other side. On the other side of your fears. On the other side of your doubts. There's always a greater blessing from God. But we got to get over that hurdle. We got to get over from where we are. Oh, shoots, I forgot one more verse, but anyway, got to deal with it. But anyway, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are faithful to us. Even at times where we struggle with our faith, with our walk with you, Father God, you, you never leave nor forsake us, Father. You, you are the great one. You are the one that set the stars in place. You are the one that made the ocean stop at the shores. You're the great one, and we praise you. We praise you constantly. Let, that, let, let our praise be constantly on our, on our lips, Father God, because there is none like you. As long as we look to you, we'll be in total peace. We'll be in total joy, and we'll be great overcomers. Father, I just thank you in the name of Jesus. Well, I'm going to visit another topic in, a, in a just a different way. Um, you know, I went to uh, I went to uh, North Carolina a couple weeks ago, and it's it's amazing. North Carolina, uh, it's almost like Arizona. In 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 uh, in the sense of they fear nothing. There's no mask requirements. Like in Arizona, I know some some places they 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 encourage you to get masks, but you know you walk in boldly and and in control, and nobody bothers you. And, and I think that's how us or Christians got to walk with our heads up, uh, in control. And as, as I visited North Carolina, like I said, it, it was great. It was a great place. Uh, we traveled up north to uh, Virginia. You know, Virginia reminded me. I thought I was in California. There were so many restrictions. Everywhere you go, you needed a mask. You know, and, and it's, it's just mind-blowing how uh, the separation is just four-hour drive, and yet the atmosphere is totally different. You know, um, I titled this message, Days of Confusion. Not Confucius, the Chinese guy, but Confusion. Sometimes I wonder if he was confused. Uh, but anyway, days of confusion, because we live in, in, in the days of confusion. Like I said, I, I went to one state, everything was fine. I went to the next state, it was all about masks. It was all about uh, fear, you know. And, and without a relationship with the truth, there's a lot of confusion. We need to get that relationship with the truth. And what I mean by a relationship with the truth 
it, it, it means it, it, there's got to be an intimacy there. There's got to be a great intimacy with the word of God and your heart. It's got to be intertwined. You know, um, the verse says that uh, three strands are stronger, right? It, it's, it's hard to break three strands. And, and that's how we got to tie ourselves to the word of God. Because without a relationship with the truth, there is confusion. And when we are confused, it leads us to, to live a life of fear and uncertainty if we're not intertwined. Because when we, when we, when we don't have that relationship with, with the truth, there's a lot of dark areas, a lot of questions that we have. And, and questions lead to doubt. Questions lead to doubt. Uh, if we're not sure of the word uh, and, and somebody comes upon us and, and excuse me, uh, kind of confronts you about this, this time that we're in, uh, you kind of get fearful, right? When... when uh, the uh, president of the United States mandated uh, that everybody get the vaccine. Uh, if you weren't tied in, and if there was no relationship with the truth, the word of God, there was a lot of fear that was conjured up in, 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 our, uh, in our nation. Uh, but I, I, I really believe and, and, and I've experienced uh, there's a lot of believers that have a relationship with the truth. That was not shaken. And the reason why they weren't shaken is because there was no confusion and there was no uncertainty and there was no fear. Because as we increase our relationship with the word of God, the truth, there is nothing can sway us. Because our foundation is built upon the rock. And that rock is Jesus Christ. And so, you know, with, with that thought in mind about, about what's going on in our nation, um, you know, uh, people are losing, not, people not losing their jobs. They're choosing to stand upon their belief. They're choosing to stand on what they got to deal with, their conscience. You know, and, and so people are walking off the jobs. You know, and, and there's, there's a huge shortage of, of manpower in, in different types of businesses. Uh, I, I saw the other day that uh, there were, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the number is, but maybe 20 ships just, just waiting to be unloaded to bring supplies. Uh, and what was confusing to me about that situation uh, that you know, the, the police force is, is uh, walking off. Uh, first responders, which is the fire department, uh, the EMTs and EMSs and all of these EMs, um, they're walking off the job. You know, and, and then we have a crisis with our, our food chain, our food supply. Uh, now, I'm talking about the world. I'm not talking about believers that, that has a, have a relationship with, with the word of God. Uh, and these things are happening in our country. And our president of the United States decided to go to a foreign country. You know, it's, it's total confusion. 
okay? And, and what that causes is it's, it's bringing about uncertainty within our world. But remember, we're not part of the world. But I'm just trying to give you guys a picture of how these days are so confusing. Okay? And so my next topic will be about these days. About these days. Um, you know, this is a time of the year we, we uh, in the world, they celebrate what, what is called Halloween. Um, in some countries, uh, they call it the Day of the Dead. And it starts on October 28th. Um, I was talking to my neighbor, and he told me that uh, his family member went back to Hermosillo to uh, celebrate. I don't know. I don't want to screw up the word. Um, what was it? Yeah. Accidental. Accidental. But anyway, so so October 28th uh, in the Mexican culture, and uh, this is actually goes back to the Aztecs, they celebrate uh, the lives of people that died by accident. And then that's celebrated on the 28th of October, and that's where that I learned that from talking to my neighbor, uh, Jay, and, and they do that. You know, and so, um, so I need. I, I I'm like, what? I've never heard that. And so I went did some research, and I found that it, it was true. October 28th is is when they uh, celebrate those who died by accident, and then uh, October 31st uh, is the day that we celebrate children that died, and then. Um, November 1st is a celebration of adults that died. And then November 1st, uh, 2nd is when everybody goes back to where they came from. It, it was interesting. I was reading about this topic, and it was just blowing my mind. Because I went to Food City, and I saw something very confusing. Because there's, there's other things that I learned as I... I did the research of the Day of the Dead. I like to understand where people's minds is at. Where are they coming from? In order to, to uh, help share the gospel of Jesus Christ, of, of liberty, of freedom, we need to know where people's mindsets are, where they're coming from. Because that's how we can build that relationship with them. Okay, We cannot just uh, say, man, well, I don't know why, you, why you're celebrating the Day of the Dead. That's stupid. It's not building a resistance. They'll, they'll resist us. They'll shut us down. And so I like to do research to find out why people believe what they believe. Okay? And so I went to Food City, and I saw this picture or this display. And I had to take a picture because it was very confusing to me. So here we have a statue of someone. And on the bottom, there's all these, um, what do you call those? Yeah, the skeletons. Yeah, okay. And uh, it was kind of confusing because they're mixing two things. They're mixing two beliefs 
in that display. And I, and I thought it was very interesting and very confusing at the same time. Um, I forget who that guy is. And it's not Jesus. Oh, okay, see. Oh, okay, see. I knew somebody would have known. Uh, but but and, and, and so I thought it was pretty interesting. But in my, yeah, that's what it was, because uh, I remember somebody telling me that. Um, but what I found out in my research of this Day of the Dead, um, and I always thought, and sometimes, most of the time when I think, it, it's an error, okay? And I thought this went back to the Spaniards when Spain took over Mexico. But it's not. Because when Spain took over Mexico, they tried to stop this celebration. Because actually this celebration goes back to the Aztec nation, not to the Spaniards. Uh, because I heard this other guy speaking on, on the Day of the Dead and the, the, the similarities between his culture and the Mexican culture. And that's what he claimed. He claimed that that tradition came from Spain, but in actuality, it came from the Aztecs. But anyway, a little bit of history. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because, you know, our God is a jealous God. <laughs> he said, put no God before me. He's a jealous God, you know. Um, sometimes uh, we we become jealous, you know, as, as human beings. Uh, we lavish somebody with things and and expects loyalty back from them, and then we find out that they weren't loyal to us, and then we get upset, we get jealous, right? So God lavishes us with a great life. And when we seek other gods, he gets jealous. He gets jealous. You know, not to the point where some people want to shoot. Some people want to kill. But he gets jealous. His heart gets broken because he's done so much for us. That he died for us, that he gave us life. Um, and so... Again, uh, what I'm talking about is days of confusion, you know. Um, that, that display was, was a, a depiction of, of not only Nogales, Arizona, but, a, but about our whole nation. About our whole nation in, in, in our, our lack as a nation that don't understand the foundation of this nation. You know, we are so confused today to the point where I can choose today to be a female. One of the presidents allowed this to happen. You know, to the point where, unfortunately, a girl was raped in the bathroom. Because today he felt like he was a female, so he's going to go in the women's bathroom. You see, we're so confused that we perpetuate wrong without even knowing it. Without even knowing it. And we 
upset God, God becomes jealous without us even knowing what we're doing. You know, the people who put that display up probably is not aware. I guarantee you they're not aware that that made God very upset. Why? Because they don't have that relationship with the truth. You see, but is that an excuse? It's not an excuse. You know, um, when Jesus was asked when the end will come, it, it, he said something like when, when the word is, is reached through every nation and every person, right? You know, um, and I, I don't think that will ever happen. Uh, but right now there's uh, uh, millions of ways of hearing the word, right? We get podcasts and, you know, there's the Internet. Um, there's people uh, going out and um, uh, reaching the uh, uh, the people that live probably without electricity, you know, and, and they get up there in the regions where where no man has went and and they share the gospel. So so there's a great opportunity for us to to uh, hear the word, you know, and and. Sometimes we get confused on, on what happens to us. What happens if and when we die? Right? So most people have no clue what happens. But if when we go back into Genesis, we, we find that God had breathed his spirit in us. That breath of life was his spirit that he gave to us. And so we die. And what happens? One, we were formed by what we were formed by. Hmm? Dust, right? So we were formed by dust, created, and then that's when he blew his breath of life into us. So if we turn to Ecclesiastes, took me two days to find that book. And I had to put a marker so that I can go right back to it. Ecclesiastes 9. After um, Proverbs, I think, yeah, after Proverbs, the book right after Proverbs, okay? And it says, it's 9-5, and it says, For the living know that they shall die, but the dead know not anything, neither have they any more reward, for the memory of them is forgotten. Okay, so remember Lazarus when, when Jesus called him back from the dead? So he was sleeping, right? And it says here that the dead 
nothing. So it's funny to me when, when Lazarus, when Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead, he never said nothing about his experience. Until I found this scripture here and I said, wow, that's awesome. Because he was down and out. Maybe not in Beverly Hills, but he was down and out. You know, and so he had no recollection. He had no memory, so he could not share anything. Very interesting. So if we go to Ecclesiastes uh, 12. It says here that they shall, then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. So, with this understanding, and, and remember, I said the, the only reason I was digging into the day of the dead and and, 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 and talking about the days of confusion is that if you want to share God's freedom, you need to know what people's mindset is and you need to know what you can show them. You need to know what they can, you can give them to help them understand God's word in a better place. You know, there was a couple. Had, had met someone and they asked him about his knowledge of Jesus and he said it was just until the birth or his life not about the resurrection and and so what they did or that couple no yeah no not that couple but but you guys know what I'm talking about where it was but anyway this couple expanded they, they increased that person's knowledge unto the resurrection of Jesus Christ you see and that's a responsibility you know we can we can we can talk till we're, we're, we're blue in our face to people that uh, are fearful about the COVID we can talk to people uh, till we're blue in the face about the day of the dead but if we don't use the truth to enlighten them, to broaden their understanding and to increase their relationship with the truth, what purpose do there's no purpose. Because what's going to entail is an argument. Because I guarantee you that those who are fearful of the COVID and those who celebrate the day of the dead. That's rooted in them. It's rooted so deep that you probably need a shovel to get it out. You know, I remember um, I used to smoke cigarettes. Okay. Um, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes in Texas. I, I got to the point where I smoked four packs a day. Okay, um, everything I did, I needed a cigarette in my hand. Especially 
Jesus up here. Let's 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 talk about some Jesus. Okay? But one day I was witnessing to some couple guys and and uh somebody came up to me and said, Hey, you can I bum a cigarette? And of course I had cigarettes. And uh so God spoke to me and he said, Okay. So see how your word is word? Now, I'm not saying anything's wrong with smoking, okay? Don't get me wrong. Nothing's wrong with smoking, okay? God will still love you. God will still bless you. I'm talking about individuals, individuals, okay? And God said, now go get your word. Go get your Bible. Because now they're going to question you. They're going to question you. And so I went and got my Bible, and I wanted to knock that guy out that came and bothered me for a cigarette. But anyway, my point there is that that night, that very night, right after I talked to these two guys, I went to the elders of the church. And I told them, I gave them a story, and I told them, I want to quit smoking cigarettes. I want to quit smoking cigarettes. And they came over me and they laid hands on me. And, uh, and the reason I'm bringing this story up, I'm talking about things that are rooted in beliefs, traditions, things that hinder our walk. It's rooted in us. And as they prayed to me, uh, prayed over me, I felt this unreal, I sensed this thing happening to me where, where, where it started at my feet. And it moved up my body, and it, and, and it went out of my hip. And, and, you know, after that day, I smoked four packs of cigarettes. After that day, I smoked no more. No desire. No desire, because it was rooted. Things that are rooted in us, we've got to come, and we've got to ask for prayer. But we need to be, we need to find someone that has that right relationship with the truth. It's got to be intertwined with the truth. And like I said, ain't nothing. You know, the Apostle Paul said that all things are lawful to me, but I'll, not all things are beneficial. What is beneficial, what, it, what is lawful, or what is beneficial, it's gauged not by we looking at somebody else. It's our in own individual benefit or lack of benefit. Okay? You know, my dad used to always tell me, don't be pointing at people. Because when you point at people, there's three more fingers going your way. You see, when we're intertwined with the truth, when we have a great relationship with the truth, we tend not to be looking at other people. But we gotta look at we gotta look at ourselves. Apostle Paul said, Examine yourself daily. I wonder why did he say that? Hmm. Dang, why would I look at myself? But in his insight and in his teachings that he got from Christ, he realized that if I focus on others, what good am I? What good am I? If I cannot check myself, how do I check other people? You know, the word also says uh, that you know, get that little splinter in your neighbor's eyes, 
when you got that, like that beam right there on the ground in yours, you know? And, and so, so but, but, but when we're intertwined, we understand that if that splinter is in our brother's eyes, we got to find out why. We got to find out the root. And that's why, like I said, I, I wanted to find out about the dead, the dead. I want, I want to, I want to, if, if I come unto somebody and, and, and ask them why, I, I got to, I got to know. I got to know. I got to know how to feed them the truth. I, I got to know that. It's very important to me. Because I grew up with traditions too. Uh, you know, every, every, race, nationality, whatever you want to call it, we all have silly traditions. In the islands, we had Tele. I don't know if anybody knew Tele. Tele was the goddess of the volcano. Weird. Somebody living in hell, I guess, I don't know Tele. But, you know, and, and, and so there's certain things that, that you grew, grew up, we grew up and, you know, well, it, it, was, it was against the, uh, Pele to go to the big island or go anywhere we had lava and take one of the rocks because that was her rock. But, but traditions, again, rooted, rooted in our heritage. And that's why in the book, the, the, the word of God, it says that put away those foolish things. Genealogies, traditions, they call it old wives, old wives' fables. Put it away. Serves no purpose. Because we, we, it'll keep us from intertwining with the truth. And we live a confused life. Day of confusion. Okay? And, and again, at the beginning I said that a relationship uh, without the truth will bring about confusion. Confusion leads to a life of fear and uncertainty. Fear. Fear is an emotion, an unpleasant feeling created by what we believe. That's what fear is. It's brought upon by ourselves. We watch one of these horror movies. What was the, 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 the mirror? There was, a, there was a show called The Mirror. I, wa I saw the previews. And, and I guess somebody was living in the mirror. And so we watched this show. And then if we're not rooted or there's a great relationship with the truth, we go into our bathroom and then, you know, oh, is that her? Oh, is that her? You know? And then uh, there was one, I think, uh, maybe it was the same movie, People Lived on the Walls. I mean, you see, and then that fear is brought about by something that happened outside of us that we allowed inside of us that created fear and uncertainty, right? Man, is that movie real? Is that real? I mean, poltergeist, right? Everybody got to know poltergeist, you know, right? Was that real? Was that real? I, I, there is, I, I know about this because, again, I like to look into things. Because I have a brother-in-law that's all into that. He's into all these darkness. 
And it's like, dude, are you serious? When's the last time you saw this? I saw one last night. You know, I'm, I'm about 180 right now. And I have searched out ghosts. I want to see one. I want to see one. If it's real, let me see it. I, I'm, I go to the, I used to go, I used to go to the cemetery, the graveyard. Me, my friend and I, we used to go looking for them. I don't get it. I've never seen one. But I'm thinking because I want, that's why I don't see it. Or maybe it's the fear factor, right? I have no fear of those things. Because I have no fear, I have no belief in them. See, my belief is intertwined with the truth. Uncertainty and fear comes about when we really don't know. The word is what? Ignorant? When we're ignorant, I called somebody ignorant once and they wanted to fight with me. <laughs> it was my coworker. I said, dude, you're so ignorant. What? You want to fight? You're calling me dumb? I said, no. Ignorant means uninformed. He said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, again, you know, we don't know. And so, so when we don't know, the guy, the first thing he wanted to do was fight. I said, dude, what? I, I just told you you're not informed. And then he said, oh, okay. Then, then the atmosphere changed. You see, and, and, and that's what confuses, confusing uncertainty. He was uncertain what I was calling him. But once he got educated, intertwined with truth, he settled down. And, and, and the guy, we were in, in Hawaii working together, and the dude came over here in Rio Rico, and he opened up a produce company. So he wasn't that ignorant. He was well-informed about running a business. Anyway, Isaac. Anyway, so, again, we, we, we cannot live in fear. We cannot live in uncertainty because this gives us all the knowledge and we don't have to live in the days of confusion because the fear and uncertainty is based upon our belief. And if we believe in the almighty God and if we believe that he is who he say he is, then there should be no uncertainty. And you know what? If we lose our job, we'll get another one. We'll get a better one. We'll get one, like the last time I, I shared the word, I talked about promotion. We get promoted. When we stand firm on our belief, our, our, our commitment to the word of God, uh, there, there, is, there is a promotion from our boss. Always. God is ever so faithful. Even when we're faithless, he's so awesome. Um, I got another verse here. I'm trying to figure out why I wrote it down. As I oh, because I was talking about what I'm talking about. I'm talking about confusion, not confusion. Okay, so if we turn to, um, and, and like I said, we need to be intertwined with the truth. And um, so 1 Corinthians 14, 33. 
Okay, don't need it. I can read it. Case. First Corinthians 14, thirty-three it says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints. So he's not an author of confusion, right? So if we're intertwined with the truth, there should be one, no confusion in us, right? There should be none. Because he's not the author of that. He, doesn't, he didn't write the book on, on confusion. We did. Our minds did. Our thought process did. Okay? So, when we're intertwined with the truth, when we have a greater intimate relationship with the word of God, uh, if we turn to uh, first, nope, if we turn to second Timothy, uh, chapter 1. And verse 7, it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So as we intertwine ourselves with the truth of God, we understand that there should be no confusion, there should be no fear, but what we should have is power, love, and a sound mind. You know, and uh, Karina uh, uh, quoted this uh, a verse. Uh, it was First John four seven and eight. You know, and 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 that's what it's all about, right? Uh, I think she just quoted uh, seven. And, and it's 7 and 8 says, for, uh, for God is love, and everybody that love is born of God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. See, so, the, so our whole relationship with the word, the intimacy, is about love. See, when we're in perfect love, when we're in God's perfect love, there is no confusion, there is no fear, but what is there? Power? and a sound mind. That's the byproducts of what we get when we intertwine ourselves. So if we're fearful, we need to check ourselves. We need to check ourselves. Is, 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 am I creating this? Am I creating this emotion And once you realize you're creating that emotion, um, once you're creating that emotion, then you have that opportunity because what does the Word of God say? When your thoughts go to fear, we have a, the ability to cast it down. We have that ability. Don't dwell in fear. Dwell in victory. Don't dwell in confusion. Dwell in power. Because an emotion, I mean, fear is an emotion, an unpleasant emotion that is created 
based on your belief. So if you believe in the Almighty, there should be no fear. And you know what? I find that um, if it's happening and uh, you don't want want it to happen and you're trying things and it don't work, try shouting at it. And if that don't work, do it a little louder. Do a little louder. Do it a little louder. I thank you all for paying attention. Thank you for some for just uh, sleeping. I appreciate it. Go.